Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. Do you want to call in and play that again? Because there was a little introduction that we, I think we missed. We may have been speaking over. Uh, <laughs> do you want to call in again, mate, and play that again? Oh. That was, um, that was fantastic. Yeah. I, do, well, I don't think yeah. we can beat that. Let's have a little break, shall we? Can this show get any worse? Ian Lee. It's about love and life. And live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Thank you, Ben Jones. Tick your radio diaries now. <coughs> Tick your radio diaries. <coughs> now, so, after six weeks of what can only be described as mediocrity, I have decided that uh, from now on, I am only going to give you the bloody best. Excuse my bad language, but I'm going to say it again. You're going to get the bloody best. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to pull my finger out of my anus uh, and deliver the goods. Might be a bit smelly, but they're going to be the goods. Yep, my apologies for doing very, very, very poor shows last week. Poor shows! Poor shows. The thing is, some of you are so stupid, you probably thought the poor shows were good. You're so used to bland mediocrity, you probably thought the last six weeks were, like, were like really good. And compared to everything else, they are, like, really good. But I can do better, and I'm going to deliver it as from, from now. Eloise is off. She's going to Glastonbury Festival this weekend, so um, I d- so she's taking the whole week off. I guess today she's out making sure she's got enough packets of blue Rizzlers to last her for the whole weekend. So stepping into her um, her size six, uh, slightly heeled shoes. We have Maka Packer. Good evening, Maka. Good evening. There we go. That's the boy, and that's the what a nice voice you have. Oh, very very clear, very crisp. Hey, we got a phone call already. Let's go for this. Line one, you're on the wireless. Ladies and gentlemen. Your listening pleasure. Little's answer to Vernon Tay, it's Ian Lee! Thank you very much. Rob Bernader, who I saw at the weekend. Boy, he's let himself go since his girlfriend dumped him. <laughs> oh, Boy, dear. he has let himself go. See, is, that, is that a matter of days or months? It's, it's, I think it's maybe a couple of months. Oh, man alive, he's put on weight. Was Rob the guy with the American lady? Yes, and we're going to speak to the American... Uh, the, the, the American lady's been turfed out with... For those who don't know, Rob Bonet is a regular irritant of the show. Really let himself go. Uh, Yvette is a hot American lady uh, who... And they've kind of got in touch via this show 
Um, and we, we, we're going to have an update, but she's been kicked out of her apartment, I've learnt this week. Ah. She's been kicked out, or the rent's been put up to 2000 bucks a month, and she couldn't afford it because she didn't want to turn no tricks. So um, I don't quite know what the situation is there, but uh, we will find out. So, Macapacker, it's been weeks since we spoke to each other last. How are you? I'm very well. Good, we got this. All, that's literally... All we need to know. All we need to know. Very, very exciting um, couple of weeks coming up. Hopefully going to get Glenn Campbell on the show in the next couple of weeks, which would be awesome. Although I tried to buy tickets for his Royal Festival Hall gig. It sold out. And then the PR woman who's sorting out the, um, the interview, I emailed her just to say, or oh, just to let you know, I, I thought I'd get in touch personally. I'm a huge fan of Glenn Campbell. Uh, I know you're a bit unsure about the interview, but I, you know, I promise you I've seen him in concert a few times, got loads of his records. It'll be done with humour, but with respect. By the way, couldn't get any tickets for his concert, <laughs> sold out. And she wrote back saying, don't worry, Ian, I'm a big fan of yours. I will tr- definitely do my best to get him on your show. Ah. And that was it. No mention of the freebie tickets. No mention of the freebie tickets. What? No. But, you know, listen, I, I, speaking to the man himself will be enough because he is a legend. And uh, But, but I, I will keep trying for those tickets. Can't wait to get him on the show. Tomorrow, we're interviewing Jeff Garlin from... Yeah. If, you know, if you don't know who Jeff Garlin is, then that's your problem. I'm not going to say any more than that. I'm not. We'll play it hopefully at some point this week, maybe next week. But I'm not going to say any more than that. If you don't know who he is, then you you don't need to know who he is. If you know who he is, you'll be sitting at home going, "Oh my God, Jeff Garland? Jeff, really? Oh, it's happening! It's happening tomorrow at one o'clock. Very. Exciting. It might be one of those sort of names where people won't recognise the name, but then see his face and be like, if they, ah, if they know, know the show, if they know the show, they, they will know who yeah, he is. They will is know true. exactly who he is. So you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to give these losers any clues. I've been giving them too many clues recently. No, no, no time for clues. Um, if you don't know who he is, you know, you're going to have to do a bit of work. OK, I'm going to do some more work. But, dear listener, that means that you also have to do uh, some more work. I went to a fantastic concert last night. Where did you go? R- uh, Royal Festival Hall. Yeah. Ray Davis from the Kinks. Night. Good start. With uh, the Crouch End uh, Choir and the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Wow. He played all of the Village Green Preservation Society, It was a, which is an album which is regarded as a Kinks classic. <coughs> Not one of my favourite albums, if I'm honest. I, mm. I think it's a little bit overrated. But with the London Philharmonic Orchestra, man, it was amazing! It was amazing! Was it filmed? Uh, no, it wasn't filmed. I'm hoping they re- they must have recorded it. Yeah. Because it was such a... I was sitting there virtually knocking one out in the back. It was so... <laughs> it was so sexy! So sexy! I was literally in the second from last what, row. What you did, or what they were doing on stage? I did. Uh, I, it was, oh, okay. it was, no, what they, they were doing was sexy. <laughs> it was amazing. If you were there last night, uh, and you want to wallow in the fact that we shared a special experience in being in that room. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen because it was it was so you go to concerts and concerts are good and some are a bit you know go on a bit and some like the wonder stuff are utter utter tosh but some of them you're sat there and from the first note you think this is this is actually going to be a magical evening yeah and it was a magical evening last night so if you were there last night at Royal Festival Hall Ray Davis O double three O one two three twelve fifteen just phone up and just sit here and be smug with me. <laughs> Would be smug with me because nobody else bought a ticket. Uh, well, obviously, lots of other people did buy tickets, but those who didn't buy tickets didn't buy tickets. I think you take my point. Uh, in fact, we'll play a song from that, uh, that album a bit later on, I think, if I, if I uh, remember, which I probably won't. So, sad weekend. Sad weekend uh, because two, uh, two kind of separate things have happened, OK? Someone has died and mm. someone has quit their job. Now, this won't mean a lot to, to everybody, but I'm hoping the two separate things might somehow, one of them might resonate with it. first one is my, my mentor uh, in, uh, in phone-in radio, one of the, the greatest broadcasters this country has ever seen, 
uh, has quit his job. Mm. Clive Bull mm. from LBC, yeah. who's been there for 30 years, has quit his job. Now, listen, I've, I've emailed Clive, and we're hopefully going to go out for dinner soon. I'm not going to go into his reasons. That's for him to do at a later date. All I will say is he's not ill, uh, as far as I know, and it was his decision. So that's that's that. But, it, it, you know, Clive was... was uh, my first ever job in talk radio, as opposed to being on an XFM years ago, was filling in for Clive. Mm. Uh, and then we kind of became kind of... Not a team, but we, we, we certainly bounced off each other a lot uh, during the years at LBC. And it was... When I found out, a friend of mine told me, and I went on to Digital Spy, and it was there, so it must be true. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're all speculating like madmen. Well, he's been pushed. Well, he must be dying. Well, maybe so... It, it, it was, you, you haven't got a clue, kids. Anyway... Uh, and it was, I found out, uh, I think Saturday afternoon, maybe Sunday, no, Sunday afternoon, Saturday or Sunday, I don't know, one, one of the days. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like this real kind of weight, it's like the, the world had shifted on its axis ever so slightly. Uh, and this weight, this dark cloud descended upon me, because he's always, he's my, he's like a constant. Yeah. He's a con- the sun rises in the, in the morning, uh, and uh, Clive Bull does the, the late nights on LBC, and he ain't doing it no more. Mm. Which, now, the good thing of this is, we're probably going to get a few more listeners. Tick your own diaries now. Tick your own diaries now. Because people will be listening to Anthony Davis going, hey, Anthony Davis, this guy's all right, but come on, he ain't no Ian Lee. Where is Ian Lee? He's on Absolute Radio from 11. Beautiful, we're in. And, it, it, you know, we will get more listeners because people will, by the, you know, Anthony Davis is, is very, very good. He ain't as good as me. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. He ain't as good as me. Uh, and the people will scatter and we will get some new listeners. So that's great news. Yes. For us. It is. But it's very, very sad for radio as a whole. So I thought tonight, we would celebrate. Um, it's a little bit gloomy, a little bit geeky tonight, but I, I don't care. We can do this every now and then. We're going to celebrate uh, radio greats and radio legends. And it doesn't necessarily need to be famous people. It might be someone who was presenting the uh, drive time show on your local BBC radio station in 1984. If they clicked and connected with you in some way, 0330 123 1215, phone me up. Uh, uh, and and to tell me who they were. That's what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate the magic of radio legends. And you know, where's I was thinking this the other day. Where's Dave Lee Travis these days? The hairy cornflake. Um, I have no idea. I would like to be the person to give you the information you need. No, well, you can't do that. And I'm hoping. I'm, hey, Dave Lee Travis may be listening to this. I know that Tony Blackburn listens to this show. Yeah. Well, his, his daughter does. He, <laughs> well, she used to listen to me when I was on Drive Time in LBC. So that was five years ago, and it was on at four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm, I'm hoping that she and he do both listen. We used to have a. To- we had a Tony Blackburn impersonator phone us up for ages, and he weren't bad. Yeah. But then Tony Blackburn phoned up, <laughs> and they were both on together. It was very, very funny. <laughs> It was a lovely moment. Uh, so it, maybe you want to big up Tony Blackburn, who is... Tony Blackburn's sort of become... Uh, uh, has always been, actually, for a, a long time. A bit of a joke. Yeah. He's always working. He's working on about four different radio stations at the moment. One of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. One of the most passionate people about radio you're ever going to meet. He's a top bloke. He's a top bloke. And um, I would suggest you, you start getting those. 033-0123-1215. We should get Tony Blackburn on the show one night. In fact, I'm going to make that my mission, to get Tony Blackburn... On the show one night, because the man is a legend. Okay, so act one, we are discussing radio legends. People that moved you, people that inspired you, people that may have been crap, but you you thought they were good. 030 The second thing, slightly more contentious. Brian Hoare died uh, this weekend. Now, some of you be going, who? Some of you know who it is instantly. And f- for those of you who are unsure, he was the guy who was protesting outside the Houses of Parliament for, I don't know, was he there for like 10 years or something? 
protesting um, against lots of things. Iraq, Afghanistan, lots and lots of things. Now, I've seen him interviewed. Never met the fellow. I've seen him interviewed. Driven past him loads of times. I would suspect that there were slight mental health issues there somewhere. Somewhere. He was a little bit bonkers, I would, I would su- suggest. Don't know for sure, but from what I'd seen, uh, I would suggest there's something. But I used to like the fact that he did it. I used to like the fact that he protested against the wars. Fair play. I used to love the fact that he used to annoy so many people. Oh, he was good at annoying people. And all he was doing was protesting. Very peaceful protest. Well done him for, for getting off his arse and doing that. No, I don't know what his reasons were for doing that. I don't really care what his reasons were for doing it. I respect him for saying, do you know what, I don't agree with this, and so I'm going to make a stand. But he used to annoy people, like Boris. And all, oh, well done for annoying those idiots. Congratulations, Brian. Now, he's passed on, he died of lung cancer. So a couple of things here. Firstly, what did you think of him? Were you a fan? Did you support, did you ever speak to him? Loads of you will have, will have driven past him. I know that. If you've been there in London, you would probably have driven past him. Some of you may have spoken to him. If you did, what did you think of him? And also, if you just saw him on the telly, did you approve? Did you disapprove? Did you think he was a nuisance? I'm keen to know what the general kind of consensus was on him. 033-123-1215 is the phone number. Also, uh, this kind of brings us on to the broader subject of eccentrics. I want to celebrate Britain's great eccentrics. There used to be a fella, and I, I'm old enough to remember this guy, there used to be a fella who would march up and down Oxford Street with a sign saying, "I think was it eat more protein or eat less protein? I think it was eat less protein. Basically, fish made you horny. Uh, and that was the, uh, the the cause of all the world's ills. And he was selling like a leaflet for two pence. He's, he's a famous, a famous sort of eccentric. And I remember a friend of mine bought this leaflet off him. Was it was it buy eat more protein or eat less protein? One of those, whatever he was saying, you should do. The other, the opposite of what he was saying, you should do, made you horny and 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 created bad vibes or something. If you saw this guy as well, oh double three oh. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen. What on earth was it he was banging on about? I can't... He used to walk up and down Oxford Street with a big board, big sign on a stick. Um, famous guy. He's been, he's been on TV a few times as well, and he died. He must have died 10, 15 years ago. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. So, we're celebrating um, radio legends, and they could be people that only you remember. Or they can be really famous people. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. I'd like it if they were, like, tiny little local people that, 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 that nobody else has heard of. Uh, Brian Hall, were you a fan or did he get on your nerves? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. The guy, the protein guy in Oxford Street. What was that all about? I can't remember. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. And of course, eccentrics. We want to celebrate Britain's great eccentrics. If you know any, if there's one living near you, uh, then give us a call. You'll speak to Macapaca. He's very nice. He'll take your name and number and he'll call you back. So it won't even cost you that much money. How, how, we can't say any fairer than that, can we? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. We're here till one o'clock tonight. Sign your radio diaries now. Uh, so give us a call. Tonight it's going to be a geeky show, and do you know what? I don't care. I ain't apologising. 
for nothing. We're celebrating the magic of radio legends after Clive Bull has announced that he's taking a break in inverted commas from LBC after doing it for 30 years. And he is um, uh, one of my inspirations, but more, he's my mentor because I kind of listened to him. I mean, I nicked a lot of it from Danny Baker and from Tommy Boyd. A lot of the act comes from those two. But a lot of the more skillful little tiny bits and pieces I got from being in the same building as Clive Bull and him chatting to me and, uh, you know... I was going to say taking me under his wing. That's a little bit patronising. He didn't really do that at all. Uh, but, he, you know, he kind of kept me on my toes and my lazy days, shall we say. So we're going to celebrate the magic of that. Brian Hall, what do you, what do you reckon? I mean, he's, he's passed on, very sad. I was, I'm kind of a fan. I'll come out and say it. I, I, I admired him for what he did. I admired him for stirring people up and winding people up. Um, and so we're talking about him. We're celebrating great eccentrics. And also, if anybody knows about the dude in Oxford Street, it was something like eating fish or not eating fish makes you horny or something like that. Uh, let's go to... Always oh, been on the longest. Darren in Orpington. Good evening, Darren. Hi, mate. How you doing? You don't care! <laughs> I do care. You don't do care. care. I'm feeling good, Darren. I'm feeling, I'm feeling um, excited about being on the radio for the first time since about 1999. <laughs> no, it's... It's good to hear you, and it's good to uh, you to remind me of an old DJ that um, back in the days, if it wasn't for him, you would probably wouldn't have hip hop in this country. Go on. And I'm not talking about Tim. I'm a Pratt Westwood. <laughs> that, and that by, that, by the way, kids, that is his middle name. Look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, he actually presented the show on Capital Radio back in about 1983-84, before even hip hop was actually yeah. in the country. You know, it was all that old school b boy. Electro breakdance, yeah. and the guy's name was Mike Allen, and he must have been about forty-eight. He was in his late forties, yeah. and yet it was this guy that brought hip hop into the country, into London, and the rest of the country. And then he was bumped Tim Westwood because they wanted a younger man on there. Mike Allen, because Mike, Mike Allen, Allen then went on to become like a talk radio host. Yeah, I he, think he was on um, Juice FM or, or uh, something like that. He was that, on. Um, he went on. He was on LBC. He's been on LBC. He's been on Talk yeah. Sport. He's been on all those kind of. Uh, now, what people probably won't know is he was the pioneer to bring hip hop into this. Country. I didn't know that. How funny! Because I phoned him up a couple of times. He was a little bit pervy on his phone in days. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I'd I'd love to meet that guy. I'd I'd love to meet him and. Just thank him for, the, for you know bringing us all, all, all right. the kids in that day. Do you know what we're going well, to do? What we're going to do, Darren, is one night may not be for a while, for a few weeks. We're going to have a, a, a really geeky loving right, where I'm going to try and get as many of these obscure and possibly wrongly long forgotten uh, DJs on the show in one night. Okay, and I'm oh, putting Mike Allen's going top of the list. There we go. Oh, thank you very I'm, I'm going to try and get in touch because he's still knocking around, Mike. And I think he was on smooth for a while. Speaking That's of which, it. we're in we're in we're in absolute radio premises. Okay, I'm in the studio. There's a smooth radio pen here. We've been infiltrated by easy <laughs> listening. Love life, love music. They've still, they're trying to sneak in to confuse all of the disc jockeys. It won't work with me, my friend. It will not work with me. Good, good. We're going to uh, get another we, good one. Yeah, go on, Darren. Another good one was John Sachs on Capital Radio who was actually um, Manuel's, the actor who plays Manuel's adopted son. Really? He another, yeah, he was another superb DJ, you know, playing all the uh, kind of early dance music during drive-time shows and stuff like that, when no-one ever, you know, touched dance music. Yeah. It was always left late at night and stuff like that. And, yeah, he, he was another one. Them two on Capital at that time in the 80s were just the two best DJs around, and... Apart from you, I don't think anyone else has touched anything. Darren, may God bless you for sucking up to me, you old bumlick. Bob! 
All right, how you doing? Yes. Kenny Everett. His radio shows. Most people might remember him from his TV shows in this day and age. Yeah. But his shows were brilliant in the late seventies. Uh, now explain he... for the because I, I didn't I didn't really hear Kenny Everett in the then. I kind of have heard bits of him since then in documentaries and stuff. Explain to the kids, Bob, why he was so good. Right. Okay. Firstly, his he, he, what he was doing like uh, technically. With overdubbing and, yeah. and just mad stuff. and producing. Which nowadays is easy because you do it on a computer, but then he'd be doing yeah. it all with tape and stuff. I mean, he died before, you know, the, the IT revolution came from him. And if he was around today, his yeah. shows would be, uh, you know, Sony winners. Yeah. Uh, what he, what he, he was so funny and silly. He would, sell, you know, he'd, he'd tell people he'd won a car and then he'd send them a toy car. Uh, yeah, I mean, to listen to shows, he had, he had this, this, this kind of like a... Captain something uh, character. I forget the name. He had this thing where he had the worst Captain record. Captain Kramer. Bun? Captain Kramer. Wasn't That's it? the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did this thing, the worst record ever made. So for, 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 for about like a whole summer, he was just playing these awful records and actually released an album of these records. Beautiful. And every, you know, just, just mad stuff. He was really inventive. I mean, at the time, you know, he, he was also playing, the music he was playing was like, you know, ELO or Queen or something like this. But a lot of people wanted to be on his show. So when he went, transferred to television, you know, a lot of those people went with him. Yeah. But he, he, he really was on his own when he had the, uh, that uh, radio station. I met Clive Ball. He's a very nice bloke. Clive Ball's one of the nicest gentlemen you could ever possibly meet, Bob. Yep. There we go. Bob, thank you very much for that. It's a geeky show tonight. And I don't care. If you don't like it, come back tomorrow. We'll be doing what's your favourite toy and sweets from the 70s. Yeah, like we'd ever do that. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Rudd, Bobby, David and Solomon be with you after the Beatles. Oh, this is a song you don't hear that often, isn't it? Baby, you're a rich man. Yes, please. Regular listeners to this show will know that I was contractually obliged to appear at the Watford Palace Theatre on Friday to appear in uh, a show put on by Barry from Watford. He's a regular caller uh, to this uh, radio show, Tick Your Radio Diaries. Now, uh, and suffice to say, um, bits of it went superbly well. The bits of it were awful. My bits went very well. Barry's bits for a little bit. Well, you, hey, listen, I, I don't want to be a critic, OK? I mean, I would rather have been at the Ringo Starr gig, which I heard was superb, by the way. But, you know, I couldn't make it, and we did it. And, you know, I, I got a lot of laughs that night, and I felt a lot of love from everybody who came. So thank you for that. Someone who's in the audience is Rudd. Hello, Rudd. Hey. Hey, man. Um, a very good show on Friday. My bits were excellent, weren't they? Felt sorry for Barry, but never mind. He should have, you know, put some work into it. But that's by the by. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was good. I he thought was... he was very funny. Yeah. Um, I like I like that second stand-up as well. The, this Jim something. Jim Campbell. Yeah, him. Yeah, he was good. He was very good. Yeah, enjoyed him a lot. Yeah. Um, can I change you to a Pradeep? <clears throat> yeah, go on. <clears throat> Hang on a minute. Macapaka, whatever you're doing, I need you to come. I need you to come. Need okay, you to... cool. I'll put you on hold. And I'll be He's talking to one of the callers. Macapaka, I need you to go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, and we're going to do it on the go, Rod. Okay. 
Okay. You ready? <clears throat> I'm, I've got a bit of a cold, but I'm still going to rise to the challenge. <clears throat> you ready, Rod? Yeah. Count us in, Macca. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. Pradeep. Your face, boy! <laughs> in your face, and I wasn't even trying then. <laughs> in your face, run. In your face, run. You should have shouted out when I said if there was anybody there from a foreign country, run. But you didn't yeah, shout yeah. it out, cause you Wait. bottled it. You didn't shout it out, cause you bottled it. You didn't <laughs> shout it out, cause you bottled it. You didn't shout it out, cause you bottled it. I asked the audience, is there anybody from a foreign country? You were there, you should have said it, but you bottled it. You should have shouted out, oh, but you bottled it. You should have shouted out, oh, but you bottled it. In the interval, I was handed a note that your mum had wrote, saying the rug was there, but you bottled it. She asked me to mention your name in the show. I was going to give it a go, but then I thought, no, because... He bottled it You should have shouted out your name But you bottled it You should have shouted out your name But you bottled it In the bit where the man fell over And I came back on stage I was gonna shout out your name But I didn't Because you bottled it yeah, You bottled it You should have shouted out your name But you bottled it Everybody You bottled it Yeah, you bottled it You should have shouted out I put my hand up. What did you put your hand up in a theatre? I couldn't see anybody because the light was <laughs> oh, yeah. in my eyes. And I also got um, the question right. You said, what's your, what's your um, favourite Beatles album? And I said oh, it well. first. But then, you know that woman who shouted, it was this man down here. Yes. Yeah, that was my mum. That was your mum. Yeah. Wow, there you go. Bits of trivia. Yeah. Anything else, Rod? Not really. No, that's it. Okay, bye. Bobby! Hello. Bobby, 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 Bobby! Bobby, now listen, we need to talk. I know. Okay. Your dad has been sending me abuse on Twitter. I know. Oh, my God, I had a go in for that. I know, this is awful, right? Her dad... Let me get this right. Your dad used to listen to the show... Yeah. And then hasn't listened for ages. Yeah, because he doesn't have time, he He says. doesn't have time, I'm he trying. says. He's, he's, you know, we're all running out of time, but he should make the yeah. most of it by listening to me and ticking his radio, don't I? I didn't... I, <laughs> I, I, he told me he was going to do it before he did it. I was like, oh, Dad, don't do that. Mm, he sent me um, filthy abuse. And so you, yeah. your, your task over the weekend was simple. Get your oh, dad no, to download a podcast, not get your dad to send me abuse on social networking sites. He did actually say he was taking the mick. Well, it doesn't but, matter. I, you know, I was at home crying, putting another cut into my arm. It didn't matter yeah, at all, Bobby. I'm going to have to tell him. You do tell him. Yeah. Oh, can I say that? I, I did enjoy your singing just then. It was good. I've got a good voice, haven't I? Yeah. I've got a very good voice. Yeah, I was dancing and everything. It's a good song. And you know what? I, I wrote that song 15 years ago, uh, almost to the very day, and I've just never had the chance to... Uh, to... Hey, guess what? They're making a movie of this show. 
Really? Well, no, but you know we did. <laughs> did you hear we did a play a few months ago? Uh, oh, we should download the podcast. It's, it's brilliant. We did a play a few months ago. Well, we're going to do a movie of this show, um, but like on the air. Mm. So we're going to, at some point, probably next week, we're going to hold open auditions for people to play everybody. So we're going to want someone to play me, someone to play Eloise, someone to play Andre, someone to play Barry, and we're going to have actors playing all of us. Oh, wow. It's going to be fun. It sounds it. It's going to be fun. Tell your daddy should listen. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Thank you very much. Anything else, Bobby? Uh, I don't know. I still love you. Oh, I do. I love you too. But it could never work between us. A, because I'm married and I've got a, a baby and that would be inappropriate. Uh, B, because of your dad. I mean, your dad would just disapprove. I, I'm engaged anyway. Whoa, hang on. You're about 21, aren't you? No, I'm 21 in October. So no, not yet. You're 20 years old and you're engaged? Yeah, my uh, my fiancé, Chris, he's 28. Oh my, oh, my God. And how long have you been going out with him? Uh... Um, next year, uh, next month. Yeah. On. Don't give me. Listen, I don't want the specifics. Just give me a rough idea. Well, in in October it will be three years. Well, October's not next month. Next month is July. No, no, because next month was next month was when I met him. So yeah, I don't know why I said that, but yeah, in October it'll be three years. So you've been out with him since he was seventeen. You were seventeen. Yeah, he was twenty-five. Bobby, can I tell you something? And yeah, I, I don't take this the wrong. Don't take this the wrong way. This. Will never work. I, I have been told that before. It will never. No. It will never work. Well, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. You're not. Um, and when are you going to get married? Uh, next year. Okay, uh, Bobby. When it all goes tits up, will you find whatever local BBC radio station I'm uh, working the night shift on? And um, in between the discussions on uh, buses and Iraq, could you give me a quick call and say, Ian, uh, you were right, it all went tits up? Mm, yeah, if you want. I, I would like that. Really? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like your, you know, you to be miserable, but I, I do like being proven right. Well, I'm going to prove you wrong, Ian. Oh, Bobby! Do you want to bet 20 quid on it? Go for it. Thank you very much. 0330 123 Sorry for the absence there. Someone has just posted on the Facebook page uh, a video clip of Paul McCartney telling... Uh, well, it's not really a dirty joke, but there's a swear word in it. Really? Have you, go, go and watch the joke. Yeah. It's quite funny. It's funny. It, in the last ten seconds when he's finished telling the joke is, is even more funny. Right. It's, not, it's not the greatest joke in the world, but it's just funny hearing McCartney uh, do a whoopsie. Uh, not a whoopsie, no, it's a swear. I, I'm, telling your, you, I'm telling your fader down so you can... Uh, but keep watching for the last ten seconds when he's finished telling the joke. Um, if, if you just tuned in, Ian Lee, Absolute Radio. Uh, Eloise is off getting Rizzlers, uh, so Maka Packer is in. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, stick with us and I'll explain again just after midnight. You'll have to have a bit of patience, uh, I think. Let's go to... Oh! Oh! Jim the Dancer! Hello there, Ian. Hello, hello, lover. Did you... Now, I sent you an email, a second email. Have you got it? Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, I replied back to it already today. With no, ah, but I sent you one this evening. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I didn't I've, get that one. I've sent you I'll one. Get... This, I've sent you one this evening. Have a look at it and reply back tomorrow. Keep it under your hat. Right. Keep it under your hat. Um, yes, of course. Yeah. Of course, keep it under your hat because. But yes, uh, have a little look and let me know what you think. Now, you've called in uh, to celebrate yes. the, to be a little bit geeky with me, uh, and to talk about radio people, what done move you and stuff. Who is it, Jim? Yeah, it was Tony Blackburn. You know, he, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was very funny, wasn't he? He was fantastic. He's rubbish now. I'm joking, Tony, if you or indeed your <laughs> daughter are listening. You are indeed, sir. When are they going to make him... An, when is he going to become Sir Anthony of Blackburn? 
Yeah, that should make him a third. Of course, they should. forget. Bru- uh, do you know what? I'm disappointed that Bruce Forsyth uh, became uh, got knighted or became a sir. Yes. Because he's been banging on about it for ages that he wants it, and it's not fair that he's yes. not got one, and all of this stuff. Well, he shouldn't have got one. He's he's, he's Bobbins, but Tony Blackburn yeah. should definitely be made oh, yeah, a sir. Absolutely. Of course, and he second, should. Secondly, uh, Matt Ford should get one for, for what he is. You know, even though he's, not, he's new. Matt he's, he's Ford! Good, he? Yeah, he's Matt very good, Ford! <laughs> Matt Ford is rubbish! Uh, excellent, man. Excellent. Absolutely one of the worst broadcasters ever to <laughs> appear on uh, national radio. And I shall be telling him that when I have lunch with him on Thursday. To his face, Jim. To his <laughs> flipping face. That'll learn him. How's the, the, the yeah. dancing videos going? All right. Yeah, I made five new ones last week. Baggy wow. trousers, green yeah. door, and jamming. I've done the jamming one, put jam all over me. Oh, all over your body? Yeah. You are a dirty man. You are, seriously, <laughs> you are a very, very dirty man. But you've got to watch it right at the end to put the jam on, you know? Have a look at, uh, give, give us your, um, your, your YouTube channel again so people can go and have a look. Yeah, it's Jim the Dancer 4 with a number 4 at the end. Yeah. Now, be- uh, on YouTube now, being Jim the Dancer 4 would imply that there are three, uh, at least three other Jim the Dancers ahead of you. Uh, what it was, there was so many di- different Jim the Dancers there. I mean, I already yeah. had my name before, yeah. you know, beforehand, yeah. like years back. And when I went to get on it, there was all these people on it. So the only way I could get my own site was to put number four in. Unbelievable. Just um, choose it, yeah. unbelievable, Jim, what people will uh, have to do. These days, uh, do you see? Do you foresee a day, Jim, uh, uh, when you will stop dancing? No, never. No, really? I've always done it. Yeah, and always will do. You, now you do that. You make these videos, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because your missus left you, and this is kind of your way of of g- getting all that pain and hurt out. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And yeah. that's and that's you know, <laughs> listen. No, hey, listen. I've I've been hurt, and you uh, you know whatever it takes to get through it, brother. I'm I'm with you uh, all the way. But were you doing the dances before she left you? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. She's only left a couple of years ago. <laughs> do can, I'm going to ask you a question, Jim? And I, I don't mean any offence by this because I do love you like a brother. Do uh, you think that maybe? Yes. She left you because you do all these dances. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, she just left, uh, you know what women are like, they I, come and go. Like I do, five. they've got breasts and vaginas and they're beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, Jim, listen, I, I will put Tony Blackburn into the Hall of Fame. That Matt Ford, come on now. Come on, for goodness sakes. <laughs> ah, he's no John Gaunt. <laughs> John Gaunt's one no more... John Gaunt anymore. Go on, Jim, yeah. Yeah, one more thing. Uh, I've got the Wimbledon tennis video on there as well. That was on there a year ago and that's got uh, John McEnroe in it. Would you, hang on, what do you mean? I've got a Wimbledon tennis uh, video on there, which has been on there a year. And, and what happens in it? Is what you, uh, well, you and John I, McEnroe? Yeah, I played the part of John McEnroe from a 1982 record. <laughs> oh, the Empire Strikes Back. That's right. I used, yep. to, I used to love that record. Um, who was it by? It wasn't the firm. The firm did Star Trek in. Who did the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, the I Brat. Can't now. The Brat. And the, do you, yeah, know, that's it. Do you yeah, remember yeah. what the B side to that single was? I think, oh, no, I'm not sure that one. It was an instrumental track called um, Moody Mole, right? And I must have been, well, I was eight when that came out, and I wrote lyrics to the mm. to the B-side, the instrumental B-side of The Umpire Strikes Back. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. they were very, I, I can remember them. I won't sing them now because they were awful, but I can, va- I can vaguely remember them. That's, that's the kind of weird kid I was. Jim, let, have a check your email and get back to me. Yes, OK, thanks so Cheers, much, Ian. Take care, Tata. What a nice, what a, oh, sorry, cut him off there. What a nice bloke. Uh, he is, yeah, Mac- yeah. Macapaka? He swore. He swears. Mac- McCartney swears. 
telling a joke. But I like the bit at the end when he's like going, Hey, hey. come on. Yeah, I can get away with it. It's me. Hey, we won't, it's not a bad joke, it's, it's is it? It's a pretty good joke. He yeah. tells it well. He does He does tell it well. I, I like Paul McCartney. It, I wish he was my friend. It reminds me of um, you know, hearing your parents swear when you're eight years old. Like, <gasps> you do, do you remember the first time you swore in front of your mum? Uh, yeah, I do. What, what 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 happened? Don't obviously you know. Yeah, I uh, I was the last one to have her glasses, and she was like, "Mark, where are my glasses?" Yeah, we're out on holiday in Spain. Yeah. I was in the pool. I yeah. didn't really care. Of course you did. And so she was like, "Mark, please get out of the pool." And I was like, "No, no." And uh, she went, "Mark, stern look, get out of the pool." And I was like, "Mum, it's not the end of the world." <gasps> no <gasps> way. Know. But no, I'm not that. I'm not that rude. No. But I didn't know you know the full meaning. So uh, truth be told, I got a. Yes. How old were you? Uh, must have been about eight or nine. Or oh, something. really? That young? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't. It wasn't until I was about fourteen or something. Really? And the first thing I remember, um, I remember my sister doing it before me. She was probably about thirteen. And she yeah. went, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" <laughs> so not even a proper swear, but it was enough to get clipped round the yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah. Well, I learned it because I was a guy at school and yeah. he swore at the teacher. Yeah. And but what I should have realised is that he got a you know. A stern... Uh, Rollicking. Yeah. Yes, 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 um, yes. And I didn't uh, take that into account when if I said that to my mother. If you want to call us up and tell us the first time uh, that you swore uh, in front of your mum, oh double three oh one two three twelve. It's an eclectic show this evening. Yeah, it is, yeah. Geekiness. No one's called in about Brian Hoare yet. I want you to call in about Brian Hoare and let me know what you think. And also, uh, e- e- eccentrics. Oh, Kitty Karen's called in about the um, the guy on Oxford Street. Oh, hi. Ho- oh, hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I uh, now we, I saw you on Friday night at the Barry from Watford show, and again, let's not dwell on Barry's downfall. My bit went well, and that's all that matters. Yeah, of course. Um, and I was staring at you. You probably didn't notice, but I was staring at you. Oh. And the reason I was staring is I was thinking Karen really reminds me of someone. Oh. And I can't think who it is who she reminds me of. Have you thought now? Yes, I have. Oh dear. Because at the weekend I was up with my little boy nice and early, and we watch CBBS. Uh, Don't mm. tell my wife; she'd be furious. <laughs> but we watch CBBS. Right? Oh. And there is a show on there uh, called Me Too. Right. Uh, and um, it's uh, all about uh, Granny Murray, um, and she runs like a little sort of nursery, and kids go there, and there's a whole different cast of characters, including uh, one chap who has the wonkiest eyes I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's a, not me, is it? No, 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 you're not, you're not the wonky-eyed <laughs> guy who tells jokes, no. Right, and I'm not the granny one. You're not the granny Murray, right, no. okay. and you're not the lady who drives the... If anyone's got a kid and has seen Me Too, you'll know exactly... When I say who this is, you will know exactly what Kitty Karen looks like, but with blonde hair. Right. Oh dear, I'm going to have to watch this now. But don't anyway. do because she's she's good. I quite, I quite like this lady. Good. It's um I don't remember her name, but it's the lady who cleans the buses. Oh. Oh. Okay. And that's. I'm going to try. Let me try and find her. On I'm writing side. this down. <coughs> you should do. Me. I too. am. I'm going to write. I'm going to have a Google of that in a minute. Yeah, me too. Cast. Okay. Hang on a second. Oh, there we go. I've got one. Right. Um. Is she the one who wears glasses? No, oh no, that's the wrong thing. Look, I've gone to IMDb. There's some weird film. Uh, me too. Here we go. Hang on a second. Uh, what? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, hmm. What colour hair has she got in there? She's got like dark hair, but she's got like bits in it in the hair. What are you looking at, Maka? Oh, okay. Uh, I just typed in CBB's Me Too. Oh, well and, done. Oh yeah, she's got like a, a high, uh, a yellow high vis. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah. Oh, I like those. I, I say yeah, but I haven't seen Karen. But she, well, Karen looks like that. Am I going to like this? Well, why not? Why I'm, not? I'm going to look. I've just come off the phone. Yeah, she's the one in the high vis. Oh, she's tiny on that. They must be standing on a box behind her. Right. She well, looks I'm tiny. Look <laughs> she's bigger than that. Okay. But, but you, you look like her. 
You might be in trouble, but anyway, we'll see when I look okay. afterwards. But I'm, yes, I'm ringing about eccentrics, not that I'm one. No, of course not. Of well, course. Anyone, yes, okay. Anyway, the, yeah, the man, the protein man, yeah. less lust by less protein. That was it, so you eat less protein to stop you being horny and committing sex acts. And I remember, yeah, and committing sex. And I remember his name because he used to intrigue me because I used to work in Oxford Street and see him every day. Yeah. And his name was Stanley Green. Stanley Green, yes, that rings a bell. And I always remember one of the things that was very dangerous and made you lustful, apart from all the foods like peas. Nuts. Do you remember, do you remember peas? Yeah, and nuts did it as well, didn't they? Nuts and sitting. What? Sitting. Sitting. At the end it said all the list of foods and then it oh, said and sitting. Man alive. Did you, that makes you Did you ever speak to Stanley Green? No, because I thought he looked a bit spooky. Yeah, I wish little... I... I've seen him interviewed on... In fact, well, during the next record I'm going to try and find a clip on YouTube of him being interviewed. Because he always came across as, you know, delightfully approachable and, you know... Oh, not... I, I thought he looked a bit scary. Well, of course, you, I remember him sort of being very tall and thin with this tall sign. He wasn't tall, he was small. Was he small? Well, I don't know. He was tall or small, one of them. He was definitely one of those two things. Yeah, he wasn't me- mediocre in height in the slightest. He had glasses. He did. Yeah, and wore black. I think he had to wear... I think I remember something, that he had to wear overalls in the end because people kept spitting at him. Oh. Oh. That's not how we treat uh, Can I tell people. you something? Please do. Right. I burnt my arm today. Yeah. What do you think the best cure when you burn your arm is, which I found out when I Googled it? You'll never guess. It's to put cellophane on it. Oh, no! That's right. I've been walking, <laughs> I've been walking around with cling film around my arm all day. <laughs> of course, I, of course, of course I, I didn't How guess... How did you know that one? I know... Listen, Kitty Karen, I've won Mastermind, OK? I won uh, Ready, Steady, Cook. Oh, I won I'm... The Weakest Link. I know everything. God, I thought I knew everything. I was walking around the street with cling film on my arm. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah, yes. it's good, and it? It feels better. Yeah, of course it does. It's cling film. Anyway, that's a little tip for everybody when they burn themselves. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Littlewoods and Boots, so don't miss out on your Get your money back savings and join the Quidco revolution today Quidco.com Exclusions and certain offers Ian Lee on Absolute Radio Someone, I should say this Someone very kindly sent me Someone sent me this, Macapacker It's the monkey's annual I think this is the 1969 one, I think This is the rare one uh, it's 1968. I do apologise. It's the one that's not quite so rare. Uh, I've got it already. Oh, that's I've, interesting. I've got to know. it already. But I, I should thank the person who sent it. Who is it? St- uh, Simon sent it. So thank you, Simon. And I will make sure that that goes to uh, indeed what I like to call a good home. Ian Lee, absolutely great. Taking your radio diaries now. <clears throat> Dominic. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. First time call. Be gentle. Well, oh, well, we'll see, Dominic. We'll see if you deserve gentility or if you deserve to be smashed. Well, I'm the slight stalker one that drove all the way down from Macclesfield to the oh. uh, gig on Friday night. <coughs> this guy drove, like, up... How, how round was the trip? 300 miles? 370, I think it was, in the end. Just to come and see uh, me perform and Barry from Watford supporting me on Friday. I'm sorry <laughs> that Barry wasn't up to, to speed, Dominic, but hopefully my excellent set was good enough and made the journey worthwhile. Absolutely. I got a roll of tape out of it. Oh, you're the fellow that won the gaffer tape? Yeah, yeah. There we go, you see. Everybody has a smile on their face now. <laughs> which is I know good. lost it to uh, uh, Rob Benegg, who's uh, fucking designed oh, what go quite suspiciously. He's, put, he's put on a lot of weight, Benegg. He's let himself go. But, Dominic, I, 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 sincerely, thank you so much uh, for making the effort all the way to Watford <laughs> to come and see that rubbish. <laughs> 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 you fool. I could have told you it wasn't worth it, but never mind. It's my pleasure. And Good hey, Barry alone, he's got the head of an 82 year old, but he's got the cast of an Adonis. Oh, man alive, isn't he? Just qua. Qua. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking about uh, radio personalities. 
Oh, yeah, we'll do this. Ah, yes, I did. Let me just set up the stall again, Dominic, for those people who've joined us late. Uh, but to, to commemorate, it sounds like he's died. To commemorate the, the passing of Clive Ball. No, he's not! <laughs> he's, uh, he's quit his job at LBC, and the man is a legend. He's been doing it for 30 years. He is uh, uh, one of my mentors, and, you know, I've learned so much from I've nicked so much from him. I want to celebrate uh, legends of radio. Now, these can be famous people. Ideally, I'd like it if they were just kind of weird, odd little local radio people that nobody else has heard of, and maybe they nobody else remembers, but they mean something to you. So, Dominic, who have you got? Well, mine. You've had one of them on uh, one on the show previously anyway, uh, James H. Reeve. James H. Reeve. The man, uh, who know, the man's a legend. I'm going to send him an email tomorrow. In fact, let me put that on my list of things to do is email James H. Reeve. In fact, I'll do that Wednesday because I'm free all day Wednesday. Okay, yes, go on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, he obviously used to do a show on uh, Q103 or Piccadilly yeah. Radio, as it was. Yeah. Um, and at some point, the James... I don't know which way they went, but it was James Stanage to James H. Reeves. And James Stanage was always the one who... It was like a, it was like a thrill to listen to when you were a kid in your bedroom yeah. in the radio one, yeah. because he was always going off on one at people. Ja- well, there, I, now, I've not really heard much James Stanage. We are getting very geeky now. But he um, has uh, is famous for... Um, um, Going off on one, I think, is what I can say legally. Yes, going off, indeed, on one. Absolutely, and he did tell those one or two jokes that got him in quite serious trouble at some point. Yes, well. I know, I know he did. <laughs> I'm just, I'm treading carefully around this one. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Uh, but James H. Reeve is on the list, list Dominic. He's, he, he is fantastic. I, I thoroughly recommend uh, that, that people go and download some podcasts of his uh, shows from about five, six, seven, eight years ago. Because uh, there's, there's one bit from that which I nicked wholeheartedly. There's a bit we had a dream expert on, right, who was analysing dreams. Mm. But the dream expert knew nothing about dreams. He was, he was just some comedian. Yeah. And he kept, he kept on saying, well, actually, I should let you know that my father-in-law runs an estate agent. And he kept plugging his father-in-law's estate agency. And I nicked... I won't tell you exactly how I nicked it, because it, it would give away a little bit of the magic. But we once did, uh, did something that was, was stolen directly from that. And I thanked James H. Reeve, and I sent him £5 uh, <laughs> in the post. <laughs> so, and you pay for postage and packages. Yes, exactly. It's a little thank you. Dominic, thank you for mentioning JHR. Yeah, no and, problem. And thank you very much for making the effort to come down to Watford. It's much appreciated. No problem. I'm going to make more of an effort to uh, throw up a few more times. See, I, I was nice, wasn't I? He was. You yeah, now up yours, you loser. There we go. You see, that's uh, just, just you know, you've got to make these things. Even out. So. Uh, let's go to... Oh, I should play a record, really. Sam? Hello. Can I play a record and then come back to you? Of course you can. Good lad. Don't forget to turn your radio off. You're Gilfoyle is listening to us. Make it a good one, boys. Come on. We do not want to lose Hannah Gilfoyle. She's listening to us, Macapaka. Yes. Hannah Gilfoyle. For you, Miss Gilfoyle, for you. Face down in a puddle Everyone I have no idea who she is. She's just sent me a tweet saying, I'm listening to you on the wireless for the first time on Absolute due to good reports. Well, those reports may be <laughs> ill-paced. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Sam's in Slough. Yes, yeah, Sam! Hello. Yo, Have Sam. You asked the, the phone number. I know, I know Slough like the back of my hand and I can recognise a Slough accent when I hear it. We don't have accents. Uh, well, we, we, I'm from Slough, and we do have accents. That's the thing. We do have accents. Do we accents. have an accent? We do, and it's a little, well, it's a little bit West Country. There's like a hint. 
Of West Country? West Country. Oh, it's a magician guy who was on last week. Oh, yeah, we, we, we're moving, but... moving on. Uh, but he wasn't from Slough. Yeah, but he said we had an accent, or that you had an accent, which was a Slouish accent. Yeah, well, we... And I don't really recognise any accent. Yeah, but you, you just said recognise. Well, I wouldn't recognise it, but you, No, but you said recognise, and that you said that with a hint of West Country. I recognise... Listen, uh, bro, how old are you, Sam? Uh, 17. How long you lived in Slough? All my life. OK, whereabouts? Well, I, I live just outside it. I'm very technical about that part. Whereabouts? Uh, George Green. That's too technical. That's too close. Where's, um, where's yeah, George, George Green? Green. Uh, do you know the Oxbridge Road, which goes towards Oxbridge? Yes, of course. It's just off that. OK. Well, you, you have a slow accent. I, I hate to tell you this, Sam, and when I discovered I had a slow accent, yeah. I was gutted, but then now I use it to my advantage and I make millions and millions... Sam, hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. He's gone. He's gone. Wow, did I just cross a line there? Hey, Francis has just seen Adam Ant. Hey, Francis. Hello. Now, when you say you've just seen Adam Ant, this was in a pop concert, I'm assuming. This is about half an hour ago. Wow. Whereabouts? It's in a, a random place... Um, near pool called Mr. Kipps. Mr. You saw Adam Ant live at Mr. Kipps? Yes. Superb. Not really Wembley. It's where the bands like Fleetwood Back and the, Fleet- and the Freddie Mercury tribute band play, so it's seeing actually uh, a decent actor is kind of nice. Are you sure it was the real Adam Ant and not Adam Pants or somebody? He was wearing glasses and a pilot hat. And, and what did you reckon? I was, I was pretty shocked, really. Why? Why Shocked? Whoa, come on, not why? He's an, he's an, an old man. Sometimes yeah. his 80s seems a bit embarrassing. He still had it. He's, he's got it, isn't it? I mean, he's, he's, he's got to be. I think it's about fifty-six, fifty-seven. I know, you know. And at the end, he ripped off his t-shirt. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a naked, maybe shaved torso. Yeah. Well, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what? But the, and I bet the women screamed. Well, they did. Yeah. Uh, mainly, mainly the men were screaming more than the girls. Oh, really? There's a bit of that going on. Yeah, well, he's, but, quite, he's quite punky, isn't he? Like, yeah, yeah. Scared yeah. of the girls. He, well, he is quite... I mean, he, he comes from a punk background, but he's got... Um, you know, I'm, I, I do like Adam Ant, and he's a friend of the show, and he, he comes on every now and then, and he's always welcome on this show, and he's always been pretty much very nice to me. Um, but um, <clears throat> uh, but it, it is, uh, he does have the stage presence that a lot of, uh, I think, pop stars are lacking these days. No, he can, he can put on a show, and the fact that he's got two half-naked ladies doesn't really... Um... George, Georgina Bailey, and I can't yeah. remember the name of the other ladies. It's Sarah. The one, the blonde hair. Yeah, the blonde one, one blonde. I can't remember her name. She came in as well. It's Sarah. I can't. Very, very nice. I had no idea what, what they're saying during a concert, but, but it doesn't matter, does it? No. Too too hot, young, well, you bow, young women. Too hot ladies. That'll do. That'll do for me. He knows how to work it. He does. Yeah, it's all good. A bit of a T Rex cover as well, thank you. Yeah, it does a little bit of that, and you know, I, I'm, no, I'm, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Francis. No, I've got a three pound dust off, and I might have to spass out and get more. I think you should. There's a, there's a, there's a few nice little um, album tracks hidden away. Yeah, Carter was favourite. There you go, you see. Well, Francis, thank you for the update. It's OK. Much appreciated, fella. Let's go to Solomon. Hello, Solomon. Hi, right, Ian. All right, Solomon. Now, Clive Paul. Yes? I'm surprised it took so long. Well, do you surprise uh, what took so long? Well, because he, he... I used to call Clive Paul every single night. Right. Um, I used to call him with the name of Solomon from the England. Right. And every single night, and most nights I'd call you as well on LBC. Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as that firm took over LBC... Globotech, yes. Just went down the toilet, mate. Well, now, um, listen, we could argue that, and I would, I would say that it, it, the, the radio station... And I don't want to go too much into that. We could argue that the radio station changed, and, of course, it did change, but... Their listening figures went up, so they, they did something right. They've got way more figures now than they ever had when I was there. 
Yeah, but I, I suppose the, the landscape around everywhere is all political, and the, the, the whole station went political, didn't it? Oh, I, I, listen, I, I, it, uh, it, it's certainly not the state. When I was there, right, uh, it was uh, very chatty, and it was um, kind of a lot more relaxed, and now it is yeah. a lot more about news and bendy buses and Boris Johnson and stuff like that. Mm. Not necessarily my cup of tea, uh, no, although I do, I do still dip in from time to time. I used to listen to Clive when I wasn't working and a bit of Nick yeah. Ferrari and a bit of Nick Abbott. Um, but as I said, Solomon, they're, they're getting the listeners. They're getting, you know, way more listeners than when I was there. So, Well, well I've got to tell you, um, I stopped listening to Clive Bull a couple of years ago because, yeah. um, I mean, back when you was at the station, yeah. it was every jock had, had their own say on what, what yeah. happened in their show, and their own show mm. was different from... The person who'd just yeah. come off air. Yeah. It was totally different. And that was what was brilliant about that station. And every every jock had their own show. It was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I listened to all of them. Now, I just listen to Nick Abbott now. Yeah. Um, now, speaking good. speaking of radio hero, heroes, Solomon, Nick Abbott, I'm yeah. a huge fan of Nick Abbott, and he's my mother-in-law's favourite at, uh, uh, at the moment. And she's yeah. my mother-in-law's always phoning up on a Monday. Oh, that Nick Abbott last night, he was ve- That's me trying to do a Greek accent. He was very... <laughs> oh, he's, he's so grumpy. He's so grumpy. And Nick Abbott, I've never spoken to the man, uh, yeah. although he did give me the thumbs up through the, a glass uh, window once, oh, and, right. I, and I melted. I thought, yeah, Nick Abbott knows who I am. And if, again, if you want some radio history, kids, if you listen to Nick Abbott now, you might think, oh... He's still good. If you go back and get tapes from him when he was on Virgin Radio or Talk Sport, man, he was good. Go and get the tape of Nick Abbott when he was on air the night that Kurt Cobain shot himself. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's it's brilliant radio. Well, he's very good. I mean, Monday to Thursday for me is Ian Lee. Yep. Well, God bless. Friday, you Saturday, and Sunday while I'm in the cab is Nick Abbott night. Solomon, I mean, uh, Solomon, it sounds like you have the perfect. Uh, Radio Week. Thank you very, very much for that. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. We don't want to go, t- you know, too much into the technicalities of why why Clive Bull left. Uh, not, not, for, not for me to say at all. I don't even know. Uh, but we do want to celebrate uh, legends of radio people. Um, and we, we, you know, we've done Tony Blackburn. We, we, I think I know where where um, David Travis is. He's on like he's in some weird Yorkshire radio station or something. But if there was, uh, uh, you know, like, say, 1984, there was a, a, a local radio DJ who was on between 1am and 5am, and they meant something to you, just something about them, uh, clicked, uh, 0330-123-1215. I'm surprised that no-one's called in about Brian Hall, the, the protester that died. No-one's called in to say whether they hated him or, or liked him or respected him. I thought he was quite a good bloke. I thought he did... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, you know, fair play to him for standing up and, and saying what he thought. But if you don't want to talk about that, you don't want to talk about that. Uh, eccentrics, O double three O one two three twelve fifteen, and also the first time you swore in front of your mum. Yes, it, it, we're eclectic this evening. Oh yes, O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Phone up, speak to Macapaca. He'll give you a call back, so it won't even cost you that much money. You can call in if you're from abroad as well. Yeah, foreign countries. Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I found out the weekend I've got Sky... I have got Sky Arts, after all. After not having it for ages, I have. And there was a, an interview with Lindsay Buckingham on there. I've taped it. It's going to be weird. Because he's bonkers. Can you... Nick, One Nut, Rob, Peter, Trev and Ed be with you after Kings of Leon. Don't worry. Not, not, not so fast in the fingers as I used to be, but I'm getting old. <clears throat> right, let's rattle through some of these, shall we? Let's go to One Nut. Yes, One Nut! 
Hello, my darling. Shut up, we haven't got time for it. Get to the meat. Don't be like that with me. Anyway, DJs, the best DJs in the world were Mark yes. and Lard, my friend. Um, so, um, they were good. They were better than good. No, I, I never really... I always found them... A, do you remember that, the, the failed attempt when they, they, they were forced to do the breakfast show? Yeah, they, they weren't the best in the morning, No, they? and they, I don't think they, it was their decision to do it. I think it was kind but of thrust better, upon who them. Who is it the best in the morning, let's be honest? Chris Moyles. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Chris Moyles. He's a few pies to fuel his fervour. Oh, Chris Moyles. But there was a guy Chris in the Moyles. 80s when I was a teenager, and his yep. name was Alan Bezik. Alan Bennett? No, Bezik. Oh, yeah. I'll put a link on you all. I will listen to him. He was horrible. What way horrible? He just cut you. I mean, you could be quite vociferous, but this guy was horrible. Oh, I like the sound of that. I might check. I've put a link on you all. It's quite a real quite a way down now. He used to do Red Rose Radio. He still works now. He works for Radio Manchester, does a breakfast show, but he was horrible, mate. And that was before the days of like your set seven second delay in your room. Horrible in what in what respect? Like no- It would just be so in, it, it, it just, insulting. Oh, beautiful. It's like he had no time for his listeners. I'll pop another link on your, on your it, Facebook. It, it, this link, is it playable on the radio now? Oh, um... You I, might want to I, will hes- I will hesitate. If there's a hesitation <laughs> from you, one nut, then I shall stay well away <laughs> from, from that. Definitely. But have a listen. All right, one nut, ta- ta-ta. Ta-ta. There we go. Uh, Nick's in Sefton Park. Well, near Sefton Park. Well, Nick's near Sefton Park, is it? I see. It's like that. Thank you, sir. By the way, by the way, no, I've got, I've got an important uh, announcement. Hannah Gilfoyle is still listening to the show. Is she really? She is. She is, and she's drinking a big glass of wine, according to the photograph on her Twitter account. Is she's, she a babe? She is. Well, she has blonde hair. It, there we there we go. You say she's drinking a big like, look at look at Macapaca trying to get in there to have a look. She's let's just say she's a lady, <laughs> uh, and she's listening to the. In fact, the last thirty-five minutes of the show are dedicated to Miss Hannah Gilfoyle. Okay, well uh, I took her advice here. Yes, Nick. And it went well. Which advice was this? Was this a, this was about getting some uh, a support group? Oh yeah, so. oh yeah, yeah. But uh, without giving away too much, I think it would be fair to say that you consider that that you perhaps have a drinking problem, and you're trying yes. to get some distance between you and the booze. Yes, and it is going not too badly at the moment. Well, can, may I ask where you where you go? What what kind of group it is? Um, it is uh, a certain fellowship. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, I'm trying to go a couple of times a week. Good for you. Times a week. Yeah. And and build it up. And it just you just might find that it helps talking to people in uh, uh, you know who are in a similar situation or have been where you are now. Um, you know, it, sometimes dealing with these things, it's easier to talk to people who've been there or are going through it than counsellors or doctors who are coming at it from a slightly different direction. Yeah, I uh, think so. And so hopefully, you know, it might not, but I, I would suggest that you stick with it for a bit and and, and see how it goes. But more importantly, yes. Could be more importantly, two things today. Yeah, I bought an electric guitar. Hey, hey, Nicholas! First, first time for a long time. I I've was played, been playing the guitar for twenty-five years. What guitar so. is it? What, what what is it? Sorry. What guitar is it? It's an Ibanez. Beautiful, beautiful. It is nice metallic red. Ibanez. I want to treat myself to a hollow-bodied sixty-style electric guitar, and I saw one in a window, and I crossed the road. I thought, well, I'm going to have a look at this. I'm going to treat myself. £3,300. I thought, I'm not going to treat myself to that. I'd buy a car with that. <laughs> buy a nice holiday with that. So I didn't Yeah, well, that this one, one is, uh, well, uh, 
not quite sure uh, where it came from, but uh, it's substantially less than that. Good, good as that is that it should be. There's way too much for a guitar. Jeez. Well, no, people have owned guitars and more than hey, Is it, Nick, that. is your guitar there and plugged in? Could we hear some? Ah. Uh, no, not this time of night. Oh, no, my yeah. girlfriend's just gone to bed. Oh, Nicholas. Never mind. Uh, but also, I started a bit of volunteer work today. Oh, well done. Good for, good for you. So, uh, I have had a little drink today, but oh. uh, I'm just still... Hopefully tomorrow will be it. Yeah. I, I, but I have had fits in the past. So. Yeah. You've had fits? Yes. Well, now, is. what? What now? what do you think that's telling you? Yeah, stop it. Well, exactly. Nick, that's your body saying, hang on a minute, Nick, don't do any more of this because you will literally kill yourself. Yeah, that's right. How much have you had to drink today? Two pints. OK, is that all? Yes, You sure? All. That's all I've got. OK. And uh, when, when did you, was the last time you drank before that? Sorry? When was the last time you drank before those two pints? Oh, I drink every day. OK. But you, you managed to get seven weeks off it, did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. OK. Well, how about, why don't you just try... Have you got any booze in the house? I think there's a couple of cans around somewhere. Well, you know exactly where those cans are, don't you, Nick? Yes, of course I do. Of course yeah. you do. Why don't you open them and pour them down the sink? I don't think I could do that at the moment. Why? Why, why would that be so difficult? Try, couldn't I? Well, listen, I'm not, I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just suggesting. I just think it's interesting uh, that you you say you would find that difficult. I'm not... Ju- Nick, listen, I, I'm not judging you in the slightest. Don't think I am, brother, at all. I just think it's interesting, isn't it, to note that, that you would find that difficult and that you yeah. feel that you have to keep them there, I'm guessing for, like, a sort of little safety blanket or something. Yeah, well, basically it's a safety net, yeah. yeah. But you know that if you try and... Well, you don't know, but I would suggest that if you went tried to go tomorrow without having a drink, that at some point, might be 10 o'clock in the morning, might be 6 o'clock in the afternoon, I don't know what your habits are like, it might be 10 o'clock at night, you might go, oh, I've got this far without having a drink, I'm going to have a little treat. And then yeah. you go, now, where do I put those cans? Ah, yes, they're under the bed. I'll have those as a little celebration to celebrate getting to 10 o'clock without having a drink. Is that, does that sound like a sort of pattern? That's sort of tends to be my habit, yeah. 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 Well, have a think about it. When are you next going to a meeting? Um, well, I'm working tomorrow. Yes. Lunchtime. So I'm going to try and go to one tomorrow evening. Yeah, OK. What is that bloody awful music you're listening to in the background? <laughs> That's the Breeders. <laughs> it's not bloody awful. Oh, the Kim Breeders. I, Kim Deal, I used to, there was one Breeders song I used to really, really like when I was younger. I can't think what it was. There was one. Oh, probably. It's probably. Let's think about it. It's not off this album, probably. Uh, it would have been. Well, I haven't got that I could put on for you, actually. I can't think. Oh, let me have a look on. Um, let me have a look on the internet. Hang on a second. The Breeders. There was a, my sister used to be into all that kind of stuff. I met Kelly Deal, you know. Who's Kelly Deal? Her sister. Her sister, yeah. I used to love Kim Deal. I, I went to see them do a secret gig once, and she was, I mean, she's kind of... she Now, she she liked to drink. I, I think she stopped now. Oh, she did? Well, she liked more than a drink. She, well, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Safari. Safari. Oh, Safari's a... I've got that on 12-inch. 12-inch vinyl. Don't call... Oh, yeah, don't call home. And they did their version of So Sad About Us as well. was was, was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Nick, listen, take care. OK. Try and get to a meeting tomorrow. Sorry. Try and get to a meeting tomorrow if you can. 
Yeah, I will do. And yeah. um, mentioned in the meeting that you have a couple of cans in the house. Yes. Oh, oh I always do. I'm no. always straight up with them. I would suggest pour them down the sink. Go and pour them down the sink now. You don't, you're not gonna, you don't need them tonight, do you? Sorry? You don't need them tonight. Go and pour them down the sink. I don't need them tonight. You're quite right. Pour them down the sink. You'll panic for a little bit. And then you'll sleep, you'll sleep much better. OK, then. All right, Nick. Listen, give us a call. Let us know how you're getting on. OK. Cheers, fella. Ta-ta. Um, it's not easy. Uh, Ed! Ed! Yep. Can't hear, can't hear a word of it, Ed. <laughs> if you're going to play something, don't play out of your bloody headphone. Play out of a speaker with the volume turned up. <laughs> uh, Rob, Peter, and Trev be with you after Elvis Costello. That's rather an apt song to be playing. It's almost as if we planned this shizzle. Man, we don't. Hey, hey, hey! Listen to you. That's a sexy way to start a phone call. Well, I've just got, I've just got a couple of stories. You must have sex want, really. with so many different women. Uh, well, I don't like to go on about it. You remember that time you had that um, different nationalities thing? I thought, oh, which ones haven't I? Hey, there's a lad. That's what we want to hear. Trevor yeah, slept I... his way around the atlas, <laughs> and that's not a euphemism. Anyway, yes, there's a. Um, First time I swore in front of my mum. Go on. It was horrible. I was um, <laughs> in my bedroom. I was seven years old. Oh, my. Everyone started um, much earlier than me, yeah. Well, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. But yeah. um, I'm stood on top of this little chest of drawers, like about to launch myself onto my brother to yeah. beat him up and that. Yeah. And uh, he suddenly threw an orange at me. Yeah. Right? And it, he launched it at me. And those and oranges, they, 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 they're like cannonballs, aren't they? Exactly, yeah. yeah just yeah. launched it at me. Oh, a little and sad. it hit me square in the spuds. Ooh! Right? So I'm just there on the top of this little chest of drawers and I went, ow, oh, me effing willy. <laughs> right? I love the, the, juxtapos- the juxtaposition of the uh, the harshness of the effing and the childishness of the word willy. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even have a swear word for me willy. <laughs> so anyway, just after I did that and collapsed onto the top of this chest of drawers, yeah. my mum walked in and yeah. went, what did I just hear you say? <laughs> that was it, Giz. Well, to tell you the truth, I wet myself. <laughs> this story yeah. gets better and better. <laughs> yeah, right ticking, there and then. You're ticking so many boxes. Just, just, just perched on the top of this chest of drawers, honestly. And anyway, she washed my mouth out with soap. No, she didn't. That never actually happened. No, I did, actually. And then when I was 17, I told it to F off. <laughs> yeah, ten years later, <laughs> you've been, been, been brewing up inside then, ten years later. Oh. Hey, Trev, <laughs> Trev, here's, here's something. When was the last time that you made a den indoors? Um, I made one for my boy about two years ago. And what did you make it out of? What, come on, tell me what the, the frame was and what you used to cover it with. Well, it was just a simple one. It was blankets and sleeping bags. You, you it. say it's a simple one, Trev. That's the classic. It's the classic. On Father's Day, right, I was up at five o'clock with my boy and let my wife have a little sleep. <laughs> and we were playing, and there was loads of, like, sheets and stuff in the kitchen yeah. that, that had just been washed. And I thought, ooh, I haven't done this for 30 years. I'm going to make my first den with my boy. And it was great. Brilliant. We had the dining table. We had all the chairs pushed out a bit. 
and we had uh, duvet cover and sheets all over yeah. it. So we were and we yeah. were cl- we were under the table. We had a bottle. He had a bottle of milk under there. We took all yeah. his toys under there. And he's he's only seventeen months, and he's going then. Then, then, then. then it, it was it's wicked. Brilliant. It was wicked, nice Trev. One. Nice one. Back when was the last that. time you made a den? Um, that was, I don't know, 11, right. 12, Right, okay, 13, the Wednesday, max. Wednesday, because well, I'm, I'm we going to bring in... We're going to make a den in here. We're going to make a den. It's exactly <gasps> what we're going to do. We're going to have a den special. And Trev, you're, you're, everyone is, is welcome to make a den at home, right? I'm going to bring in sheets. If you've got anything, Macca, then bring it in. I'm going to yeah. bring in sheets and duvet covers and as much stuff as I can. I haven't really got any blankets, but as much stuff. We can hang stuff over the microphones over here. Watch on the webcam, because on Wednesday night, I'm, I think I'm, I can uh, drive in on Wednesday, because I need to drive in with all the stuff. It's going to be a den special. Trevor, you yeah, up for it? I am up for it. I I'll want you making a den, a den at home. I want people to take photos of their dens. I want people to call us from their dens, and we're going to put yeah. the pictures on Facebook. Make like a collage. Make a collage of den. It's going to be a den special, Trev. Thanks, thank you. Nice one. See you later, fella. We're going to do it. We're totally doing I'm it, Matt. Well excited. It was the coolest <laughs> thing. Half past five on a Sunday morning, putting the finishing touches to the den, pulling the chairs out just to extend it to its maximum potential, and I was climbing in under the table. The boy got it straight away. He didn't <laughs> yeah. climb in under the table. He climbed in through the, t- through the chair legs. Nice. And he had like nice. a, little, a little secret tunnel that only he <laughs> yeah. could fit through. And he's in there going, den, den, den. And we were reading stories, and we were playing with his train, <laughs> and he was drinking. It was all... And then Fandando walked in and went, what are you doing? She came in, and she, she did what I knew she would do. She burst out laughing. Because <laughs> yeah. she, she she used to like a den when she was a kid, and she she came she came in. Straight in yeah. We were all in the den. Wednesday. This is your instruction. You've got two days to prepare, kids. Sheets, blankets, whatever you need to make your den. Wednesday is a den special. There we go. We've, we've got a theme. Oh, double. Th- oh no. In fact, we look. We've got P- Emma and Peter and Rob. We'll do those calls, and then if there's time for any more calls, we'll do some straight to air. So, Macca Packer, take it easy. Okay. Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio. Too good to be true? Well, over one million members are already saving up to... I was trying to find the Village Green Preservation Society on my iPod, and I ain't got it, which is very, very disappointing. Um... No, no. Um... No, I got it. Never mind. That's disappointing. Right, let's go to uh, the Walrus of Love, Rob Bonet. Yay! Lock up your pies. Here comes Rob Bonet. Mmm, he's hungry. His girlfriend dumped him many months ago, and since then he's been on a mission to eat all of the food in the world and put on as much weight as he can. He's succeeding, but there's still more to go. It's Rob Bonet. He's on? Yes. It's funny. Is that right? That all week, can't you? I have well, done. Thank you, Robert. Oh, yes. No, listen. You came to Watford. Four pounds of pun. Um, that's on your left breast. <laughs> uh, you came to Watford, and you forgot where you parked your car. No, no. And well, had trouble. F- and had to break into a car park to get it out. Is this true? <laughs> Ghost. You style. had to climb climb up a dark alleyway or something, and then drive through a barrier or something like that. Ghost, and we got the car out. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. Bean Streets of Sheffield. <laughs> yeah! I was panicking because I thought my um, my, my uh, multi-story car park was going to close. Uh, yeah. and it, it did close at midnight, uh, and the, but I had to walk. I had to walk past some weird 
weird-looking... Um, I'm assuming they were junkies just because they were out in Watford very late at night uh, to go and get some cash from a cash machine. Yeah. Uh, and they, uh, they kind of said to him, where's the nearest cash machine? They told me. And then <laughs> I remembered I had some money in my pocket because Barry had paid me, right, in cash. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, it, Barry lent me some money. And so I walked back past them. I said, oh, I've, I remembered I've got some money in my pocket. And as soon as I said that, I thought, oh, Christ. They're actually, You're going to get more. I'm going to get killed. And they said... Um, the person they're going, where are you going? Are you, are you off out? I said, no, I'm going back home. Oh, where do you live? I said, London. And then I said, why? Do you want a lift? I, I, my mind wasn't making... <laughs> it wasn't working. And they just said, no. Come and on, the, I'm the Pied Piper for you addicts. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> and they were just looking at me, and I, and I was walking away thinking, I'm actually going to get bummed and murdered. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> but I, I, I survived. I got to the car. There, was, there, were, there were some weird girls in a car park, and they, in the car park, and they were just driving around in a circle. And I said, Why, you've just driven past me. Why did you do that? And they said, oh, we thought you'd find it funny. Doing mainies off Angry Boys. Yeah, oh, angry, I'm enjoying Angry Boys now. I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't so keen on the first one. Missed the second one, but the third one had me laughing out loud. The second one's really funny. Is it good? I'll, I'll watch it online. The, the third one had me laughing out loud. I thought, well, the guy gets shot in the nuts. Yeah. But his, his penis was swinging to the side, so it missed that. It's just beautiful little touches on it. The fourth, one I, the fourth one I like, but I thought that whole gay style thing, I thought, OK, we, I get that joke. Well, you, you, we can move on yeah. a little bit here, really. You've done Stretched. that. Yeah, a little bit. But, it's, but it's, it's, it's shaping up to be a really good little show. It's good. It's much funnier than you were Friday night. Anyway, uh, you know uh, you want listen, to... no, listen, Rob, that's fair enough. I've been uh, mocking you for becoming bigger than Gatford, um, <laughs> so you are allowed a couple of little digs at me. That's, that the is photos your... are online. Anyway, you know you wanted a film review? Sorry? You wanted a film review. Last time I was on, you said I could do a film right. review. Did I say that? Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the, uh, the, the show's uh, film critique. If I said it, then... Because he saw X-Men or Because something. he saw X-Men. OK. Well, then, right. in that case, Rob, let's, let's have it. Go on. I'm all set. You ready? Hmm. Got some music. Oh, OK, go on. I've jazzed it up a bit. OK. There you go. Right! Right! Film fans, as Batman Begins rebooted the Batman franchise, yes... William H. has rebooted the Big Wet Asses series with number 13. Oh, for goodness sakes, no, we're not. We're not indulging in that. <sighs> Who's on uh, tonight? Mark Crosley at one? Yes, it oh, is. Okay, it, Mark Crosley's yeah. on at one o'clock. I thoroughly recommend you, you stick around and listen to him, for he is good. It's ten to one already. Um, Peter! Evening, Ian. How are you? Yeah, you don't care. I do. You don't. But... More to the point, what yes. would you like to talk about right now that you haven't covered in the programme? Brian Hoare. Who? There we go, you see. He was the protester who lived outside um, the Houses of Parliament. No. Oh, in the tent? Yeah, the guy in the tent. What's he, he up to? He died. Oh, did he? Y- yeah. When? Uh, this weekend. That's very sad. It is sad. I have lung cancer. So did uh, Bruce Springsteen's saxophonist. Well, there you go, you see, there's, there's, there's a coincidence. He was 62. Really? The, uh, Brian Hall was, I think, 57 or something. What, who, what was Bruce Springsteen's saxophonist called? Uh, gosh. He was 62 years old. He played with Bruce for 40 years. OK, you're not answering the question that I asked. I can't remember his name. Um, Ian? Yes, and Ryan Dunn has died as well. I've been asked to mention Ryan Dunn, but I, I was never... Ryan Dunn was in the Jackass. Jackass. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. Jackass. Yeah. I was never really a fan of Jackass. 
But uh, it's sad that he passed, you know, he died yeah, in a car crash. For anyone to. Yes. Yeah. But it all yeah. happens. It's weird, isn't it? It's the one thing that's going to happen to all of us. Well, this is what we were talking about a week yeah. ago tonight, about the documentary about yeah. Dignitas. Oh, yeah, of course you remember? Yes, 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 yes. Did you watch it yet? Uh, no, I'm not going to watch it. No. no, well, I it was interesting. I, yeah, I, I, I know where, what my I know where um, my beliefs lie in that, and I think that people should be able to take themselves take their lives. I don't need to watch a person die no, to realize no, that. Absolutely. Oh. Um, Alan Bezik, I was going to mention the guy. Was who he rang was earlier. he was he quite aggressive then, Bezik? Bezik, I listened to him in the mid eighties. Yeah. He was um, he was straight to the point. He's still on Manchester radio as a morning DJ. But uh, in his heyday, he was following the Americans. Right, OK. I've written him down. I'm going to check this guy out. He sounds like... D-E-S-W-I-C-K. I'm there. I'm checking him Bezik. out. Totally. Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday. I've got a legend him. in the north of England, up oh, here. There yeah? we go. There we go. Yes. You missing Eloise, yeah? Um, yeah, you know, no, no. Yeah. No. I want to talk about the Beatles. Go on. Well, let's talk about them. Go on, then. There's some early 60s stuff. Um, on YouTube um, oh. in Sweden oh, yeah. from late 62, them doing Love Me Do and all of this oh. before they'd even made it in the UK. Yeah. Stunning. They're good, the Beatles. I'm not you so didn't mad. You like the early stuff, did I'm you? not so mad on the early stuff. As I get older, I, I kind of, I can listen to it more. But you know, it's, it's the pure stuff. It's pure Buddy Holly. It's yeah, pure I, like the pure, I like the pure LSD stuff they no. did. I kind of prefer it when they started taking drugs. And, uh, well, hate, what's drug- your favourite album? You went on about this the other night. Uh, it it kind of flips between Revolver and Abbey Road. I would probably say today it's Abbey Road. B-side of Abbey Road. B-side of Abbey Road is just awesome, man. It rolls, doesn't it? Totally. But what about Revolver? It's great. It's good, yeah. Yeah, it's an excellent. It's good, you know, the Beatles are good. You can't. I'm, you know, I'm. A Who's ch- your second favourite band in? Well, whoa, 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 whoa! The Beatles aren't my favourite band. Oh, sorry. Who are your favourite? The Monkeys. I love the Monkeys. They're my favourite. Do you like Fade to Grey? Oh yeah, Shades of Grey. What if we've got that? Because that is an awesome song. What about um, Listen to the Band? Listen to the Band is fantastic. I wonder if we've got Shades of Grey on the system because I'm going to play. Mike Nesmith's uh, amazing. He's um, good. Listen He's to good. the band. Wow. Oh, Who's your second favourite band then after the Monkeys? Uh, Beach Boys. Yeah. What's your favourite track? Favourite Beach Boys track is um, God Only Knows. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third favourite band, Led Zeppelin, yeah? No, oh, Led Zeppelin are rubbish, man. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> okay. Who's your third then? It kind of, the third one is where it kind of gets tricky. It could Ooh. be lots of people. Um, it could be the Bare Naked Ladies, it could be the Beatles, it could be XTC. I don't know. XTC, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, they're good, aren't they? Uh, do you like Towers of London? Yeah, of course I do. Wow, what a song. I'm going to play Shades of Grey by the Monkeys. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. All right, it does sound excellent, that's why I'm going to play it. All right, yeah. Peter, I've got to go and play this song. See you later, Ta-ta. Hang on a minute, I said I'm going to play it. Where is it? Here it is. There we go. This is the Monkeys, man, and this is awesome. Enjoy. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. What can I do for you? Oh, my darling, please just describe to me the way that you look, because I'm telling you right now, Ian, you, to me, are like the most sexiest thing I've ever heard. What the hell? This is... Yeah, listen, tell me, are you you tall? Yes, I'm very tall, yes. Are you dark? I've got dark hair, if that's what you mean. Are you Ian Lee that used to be on BBC One? Yes! 
Oh, like you're about like I'm thirty. You're about five years older than me. Thank you very much. Let's say eight years older than you, and you've hit the I nail on the head. That'll be what it is because I swear you used to be in my magazines when I was a teenager. What? 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 what, what in your magazines when you were a teenager? Yeah. How is that possible? I know who you are now. You're do, you, tall. do you still? Do you still fancy me? Oh my god. Definitely, and you've just kept me waiting for like about half an hour to be able to talk to you. And to make things even worse, I'm going to cut you off now. I'm out of time. Uh, there we go. Uh, Macapaca, good work, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Mark Cross is up next. We're back tomorrow at eleven. Ta ta.